Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome back to the ND on NBC podcast presented by Under Armour. I'm Jack Collinsworth, and Notre Dame is 1-0. They hit the road for Florida State, and I heard all week long at practice they were playing that war chant, that Florida State war chant over the loudspeakers at the practice facility, getting the players used to the type of environment they were going to walk back into given it's basically been an entire year off of crowd noise and the impact that it can have on a college football game. They prepped him for it, and it worked. Jack Cohn, for him to go in there week one with all new players around him, Tommy Reese calling the plays for the first time in a real game, Brian Kelly, his first interactions on the sideline, and to go perform like that, I was blown away. And I thought the offensive line was going to be a question mark just going into the game. I didn't know if they'd be able to pass protect. I didn't know what they'd look like in the run game where they struggled. And it still probably is a question mark. And it lends me to think a little bit that this may wind up being a passing team now with all the weapons that they have. Kevin Austin, how about he looked like DK Metcalf running around out there. He looked freaky, freaky huge and big and strong. And you saw the confidence start to bleed back into his game as as the game went on. He just looked like he was remembering that this is what Kevin Austin plays football like. Sometimes you get to Notre Dame and you're around so many phenomenal players. It's not high school anymore. You have to remember what it feels like to be a star. And I thought we saw that confidence just grow throughout the game. Uh, And it's one of the reasons I think this could be a passing offense. You think about Michael Mayer. You think about Braden Lindsey. You think about Kevin Austin. You think about two running backs coming out of the backfield, Chris Tyree, Kyron Williams, that can catch the football. Why not chip and help this offensive line and let Jack Cohn go play? Just let him go play. Cut it loose. Go throw the thing around a little bit. And you may see that shifting in identity where last year was a powerful offensive line that could move everybody off the line and you could hammer the football all game long. Maybe now it's a little different. You, you let them get back there and throw the thing around a little bit. And I think we saw the early markings of that at Florida State. Defensively, the front was impressive. The front was really impressive. I thought they had pressure with ease in the face of whoever was playing quarterback for Florida State. They were getting there. They weren't always making the play. That was kind of a theme throughout. They weren't always making the, the perfect tackle or getting them directly on the ground, but they were getting there. And tackling is one of those things that it just takes time. you got to go do it in order to get back to doing it at the highest level. And after coming off a long off season, coming out of the spring, coming out of a long summer, sometimes it just takes reps to get used to tackling fast, elite players like Florida State has when they have the ball in their hand. Isaiah Foskey, two sacks, two tackles for loss all over the field. He can become that next star pass rusher for Notre Dame, and I think that's the hope, that's the belief. 
So we had him on the show, talk a little Kyle Hamilton, talk a little bit about his background as a running back, as a tight end, as a California man making his way to the middle of South Bend, Indiana, and some of the adjustments he had to go through, and also just getting ready for Florida State last week and now Toledo this week, who it sounds like he really believes has some some great players. And i got to say, I, I agree with him just watching the tape on the way down here to Tampa for our opener. We have the Tampa opener with the uh, Dallas Cowboys, then we fly up to South Bend, Indiana, and then we jet on over for a Sunday night opener, which is the Bears and the Rams in Los Angeles. It's going to be an unbelievable week one, week two for Notre Dame football. So let's hear from Foskey, Isaiah Foskey, our second guest after Kyle Hamilton last week and the great things he did in week one. So let's, let's start with the Florida State game. Uh, what did you like defensively against FSU? I just like the versatility we have, like me playing the Viper position, basically like outside linebacker, like disguising my coverages and like when I'm going to rush or not. But that's what I like about like a defensive scheme going into Florida State and throughout the whole entire season. Yeah, you're able to move around to so many different positions, rush the passer from so many different places. Where's the most fun place to get after the passer for you? Probably just back to, like, basic defensive end. <laughs> That's, yeah. like, the best spot for me to, like, I'm just – everything just comes natural to me there. Just, like, when I'm – I don't have to, like, creep up or anything. But when I do, like, time to time it right, to snap right, I have, like, just dummy get off. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. What, what positions did you play in – Football growing up, like how did you work your way to defensive end to pass rush? Actually, uh, I think like fifth grade, played running back. I played like running back and defensive end. I think I, I played defensive end all the way throughout. Those were running back and defensive end. Then I started playing tight end defensive end. And like this is kind of interesting, but like seven on seven, I played safety too. So I was playing safety back there because I was just tall and. Yeah, that was in high school, just tight end defensive end, and just stuck with defensive end after that. You're like a regular Kyle Hamilton back there, man. How about how about Kyle Hamilton in game one flying all over the field? Did you get a chance to watch some of those plays back? What'd you think? Yeah, I actually did. I was on the sideline on the second pick, and that was like wild. I was watching my position, and I just see Kyle screaming across the field. And he, I just saw him from that near hash all the way to the ball, and that was just crazy. I just, I was just saying he's like Superman out there. He just dove for the catch or dove for the interception. What does what does he do best from your perspective? You get to watch him every day. You get to be around him. We obviously get to see the outcome, but how does he do it so often? He's just very consistent and like consistent with consistency. It's just like all about the mindset that he has. But I would say he's like a very patient type of safety. And he just accelerates very fast. And he has like he has like my height so he has long legs to cover a lot of ground but he's just a great cover guy so, so take me to florida state i was watching it on the tv but it, it looked like it was a hell of an environment that you guys went to what was it like being back inside a packed stadium again and playing football in front of all those people that was really nice to be back into a packed stadium especially florida state i just like i like going to away games especially packed stadiums and like competition like florida state and like their traditional Seminole tomahawk. But it was just a great atmosphere to go to. How long did it take you to get that war chant out of your head leaving there? The which one? Oh, the war chant? Yeah, yeah. How long did it take you to get out of your head? For a long time. We were playing that all throughout the whole week, too. But I didn't even, like, to be honest, I didn't even, like, notice it during, like, the game. I just – 
it was on repeat their whole throughout the whole week before the game. And you I guys really speakers? Game. You guys yeah. running on the speakers in practice? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so by the time you got to the game, you weren't even it wasn't even registering anymore. Yeah, I I watched the the what's it called Horace and the Seminole like with the Tomahawk or I think it's called Tomahawk or the spear into the the middle of the field. But like going back to I don't I don't even think I remember like actually hearing it. I just remember seeing it. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, and it was one of the things that stood out to me is the way you guys were getting after the passer with ease. It just seemed like you were always living in the backfield. Two sacks for you. How did your first big plays of the season come from your perspective? Actually, the first sack, I didn't even know it was a sack. <laughs> to be honest, it's like we just all just making plays. We really don't even know if it's a sack or not. Unless it's like obviously a sack. But yeah, but we had just so much pressure because we just work our craft and technique throughout the whole entire week. We knew what they were going to do. We knew what we watched films, so we know what the guards, tackle centers are going to do, how they say and use their hands. So that's why we were able to get so much pressure. Who taught you to be an elite pass rusher? Taught me. Yeah. Where did you get some of these moves from? It. I would say Coach Justin. Coach Justin definitely taught me basically all the moves. And, like, with Julian, um, Dalen, Ade, Khalid, Jameer, all of them, like, taught me for all freshman year and sophomore year, too, last year. They all taught me moves that they use. So I just picked up and piggybacked off of them. Yeah, and so when you go back and you watch the Florida State film, what specifically are you studying about your game? What are you looking at? I'm looking at the execution of how I'm doing it and the like the aggression with it. I know the last game we didn't execute like how we wanted to, but that's why I'm looking back when I went back to Florida State and just watched the film. I was just looking at the execution and was that like the best I can do it? And coming this next game, I'm going to – the best on the field. Yeah, okay, so be the hyper critiquer of yourself one time. Yeah. Be one thing you're going, okay, I want to change that. I want to do that better come week two. Yeah, that's it, that's it. What, what would that be? What would be something that you're, you're hyper critiquing, you're writing down in the notebook, and you're coming back to do better? I'm always critiquing on my pass rush. That's always something I feel like I can always work on. And just, like, matching hands. And I use the long arm a lot and just get my hand in the inside of his uh, – 
his uh, pec or shoulder pad, shoulder pad. But I'm just like a big critique on like all my pass rush moves. Yeah, and you come, you're from California, right? So, so how did you grow up viewing, thinking about Notre Dame? I actually didn't know about, like, I didn't know much about Notre Dame. And then once they offered me, I was like, okay. Not like brag or anything, but I was just like, okay, another Notre Dame offer. And yeah. then, or another <laughs> offer. <laughs> I was just thinking another offer. And then I started, like, looking at the school. And my dad said, that's like, that's like Stanford on the East Coast. I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty intriguing. So I went out there and visited. I just love the school, just like Dale South. So so when you're from California, and I imagine just it's got to be so different going west coast to the middle of Indiana, mm-hmm. how long did it take or when was the first moment that it felt like home, that it felt like this was your new home? I'll probably say sophomore year. It felt like it was, like, actually my home. But it was just – like living on campus, I just feel like <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's just like my place now instead of living on the doors. Yeah, there's something about that. That's that's, that's when I moved yeah. off as well. That was, like big, that was a big step right there. Yeah, that's that's a similar feeling for me. So okay, so when you leave the goob, you leave the football building. Something around South Bend you enjoy doing. What do you? Where do you like to hang out? What's fun for you to kind of disconnect? I I don't really disconnect that much. It's usually on the weekends. But like yeah. uh, when I usually do. Like right after practice, like what I'm probably gonna do now is just go to a meeting with my like uh, marketing team, not like actual marketing team, but like school like marketing team, and just work with them, and then have to come back to my place and then start working on other homework. Uh huh. So, so now that you got all this nil stuff going on, and you have real world marketing that you're yeah. kind of, you know connected to, and you have class marketing. How do all those worlds come together? How is what you're learning be able to apply in real time? I just feel like this is like a job now with NIO, everything coming. But like they're taking a, like a lot of pressure off of me, like trying to focus on NIL and just focus on just playing the game. It's gonna be just like last season, you just play the game, don't focus on any of that. You just dominate on the field. You have like a team or something that like reviews these offers for you? Is that what you're saying? You have somebody that just does it? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Is that the way this works for everybody? Everyone's just got like an agent? Pretty sure. Someone has like some type of agent or some type of team that they work with, and then everything just goes through them. Everything that's just what, flows That's through. what I'm thinking. I never really yeah. ask like other people. I feel like that's just their like business. You, you better be checking your phone, man. You're going to be getting some calls after a couple of times <laughs> to start the year. I, I, was, I was watching Toledo on the flight down. We're in Tampa right now. I'll flip it around and show you. We're here for the uh, – for the season opener, the, the Cowboys and the Bucks. So we're down here in Tampa. That's the lightning arena right right there. But I was watching Toledo on the way down. They look like they have some players, man. Like, they look like they're, they're returning a lot of talent. Who stood out? What stood out about their offense when you put them on? What stood out was definitely their quarterback, number two and number seven, how they're yeah. ver- both versatile. But number two likes to pass more and number seven likes to run more. So we're paying attention with that. And their left tackle really stood out. You know, he – Last season, he didn't play. I don't think he played the whole season or he played one few games, but he got hurt. But we know that he's what he's capable of, capable of, and we're all excited to just go against him and all the other linemen. Yeah, I feel like you got to see a little sense of, like, this is not the same bend-don't-break defense that Notre Dame fans may have been accustomed to. You guys are attacking, trying to create yeah. turnovers. How does that change things from your perspective on the field when you're actually playing as a player? Like, my perspective is go get the ball every single play. And I feel like that's what everyone like mentality is with all of our blitzes, all of our 
like pressures we do. Everyone's going for the ball. Does that come from Freeman? Like, how does Freeman kind of teach it? It definitely comes from Freeman. Every time we come off, off to the field, we have our turnovers are good. And it's making turnovers on one one another. And that's just like our mindset going to the game. We're getting the ball. And we have our own TGS. Like, if you get um, a certain amount of turnovers in a game, you get like a reward or something. Mm-hmm. Give me a sense of his personality. I feel like Notre Dame fans are still getting to know Coach Free. Your first meeting with him, your first interaction. What's what's his personality? He's very, he's very like. It's like a certain type of funny, but like he's <laughs> he's pretty funny. He like makes me laugh every time he makes a joke. Like every time he gets up in front of us, we're all serious. But he's always like those are little punchlines or little funny jokes here and there. So he's like more of a like chill defensive. Uh, coordinated, but he always gets his points across. Yeah, he seems like he's young enough to be your friend and to be a player yeah. with everybody. <laughs> and he's old enough and mature enough to feel like he could be your dad. Like, I, I met him and that's, that was my feelings. Like, he can be both at the same time, which I don't know who the heck else can do that, man. I want to let you get to your next thing, Isaiah, but really appreciate you taking some time, man. Great to meet you. Great to hang with you and uh, you keep too. going. All right, appreciate it. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.